No, and then he steals the magic stuff that makes them fly, and then he puts it into candy, and then he starts selling the candy, and he becomes rich and famous. That sounds exactly like the kind of movie you would love. I loved it when I was a kid. And then there was, like, a poor kid, and then, like, this rich girl, and she would leave food on plates outside of her place for him, and then he'd stare in the window and, like, lick his mouth while he stared at them eating. It was really weird. Wait, what? Yeah, this was all a movie. All right, you need to tell like, me Like, I don't know if anybody else ever saw this movie. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wherever and however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We are in... I don't know what day it is that we are on uh, the apocalypse, but I can tell you that it's March 26, 2020, as the uh, coronavirus quarantine is just getting started. And we are broadcasting out of the original Fun Employment Radio Studios, a.k.a. the spare room of my house. Greg's spare bedroom. My spare bedroom, while our (laughs) wonderful studio sits there empty, waiting for us to return. This is where we shall be. Have you heard anything from our building? I haven't looked. I've, I've honestly been... Barely able to catch up with anything, so I haven't. I, know, I haven't. I know. On, okay. Yeah. I'm just curious to see like when. That's I think it's going to have to be with the next level, whenever the next level comes. But I just yeah. don't know. Well, I'm I'm glad that we got ahead of it. I mean, quite honestly, I want to get used to being in here because it does sound you know different to us. We're used to having oh, yeah, the sound strapped to our heads every day. Um, no, rent is not on hold, so we are <laughs> nope. still paying for the studio we are not at. So I appreciate everybody who's a member of the Sporters Club. We do appreciate it. Yes, we um, honestly like every. Penny counts for us. So thank you very, very much. And, uh, but yeah, going, so anyway, this is where we're going to be. So it will sound a little bit different going forward. But okay, we've been talking about, you know, different so movies. Go, I don't know. How do, do we cha- even get on this? I will tell you because we were just doing the train of thought thing because I was uh, singing that if you get caught between the moon and New York City. And then because it's like one of the lines is Arthur, he does what he pleases. And then I'm like, isn't that, I'm like, I think that was from that movie with the little guy. Because Okay, so first number one, I had no idea that song was from Arthur. Because I didn't either, because it's kind of like a... Um, I thought it was just like a... St. Almost Fire, remember like how Like a they, Yacht Rock song. Me too. But a lot of them are from movies. Like, remember when I discovered that St. Almost Fire, well, after I listened to Rob Lowe's book, um, was actually from a movie about a paraplegic Olympian? Yes. Uh, and now when you listen to the lyrics, when it says like... Um, yeah, all I needed are my set of wheels, and because it, it's about that was what the movie, the song was originally from, and then terms or um, Saint Almost Fire took it and used it for theirs as right. well, and subbed it in. Yeah, yeah they just changed out the. So there's all kinds bit. of weird stuff in the in the yacht rock thing. So yeah, so it's about it's from the movie Arthur, but I don't even know what that was about, and I couldn't figure out who it was, and then someone let us know it was Dudley Moore. Yeah, well, yeah, Dudley Moore. Um, so really, that is from Arthur. I, I had no idea. I've never seen Arthur, but I know that that was Dudley Moore's big role. Like, that was a big deal. All I know about Arthur is, I'm guessing he's like a rich little guy who was like an eternal child or something. What? Isn't is that, that what it was about? I have, I honestly, I do not know. I thought he was like a, a man child or something. I have no idea what the plot of I, Arthur is. I feel like you're saying, I feel like you're right in the fact that he was rich. That does seem to be correct, but, but I don't think it was a rich little. house with a bunch of toys. What? Is That's that really what, what it was? It was like a Richie Rich kind of thing? I think. I, okay. I never saw it, but that's what I always just kind of thought it was in my head. So he's like a richy rich, like forever a child with a bunch of toys and he's rich. That's what I thought. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's guess the plot of movies that are go. 40, <laughs> 50 years old and <laughs> try to figure out what they seen. are that we've never seen. Um, okay. Oh, Vicky says, nope, but that's not what it's about. And it's okay. funny. All right. Okay. 
I mean, I've got time. You have the time to do it. That's the I thing. Now's the, the time, time to explore the Dudley Moore catalog if you ever wanted to. Had no idea that's what we'd be talking so then about. You today, unearthed uh, a Dudley Moore memory. What? Yeah, because <laughs> this was this is what I always associate him with, and it's because there was this. You know, I grew up out in the country. We didn't have cable, but we did have a VCR, and you could record things every now and then. And then if it was you know, you'd get it on a tape and then that's it. Like, that's what you have to watch. Oh, yeah. With the commercials and everything. You start commercials to, and everything. I remember watching tapes and then you start to memorize where the commercials are and the mm-hmm. things and you could, like, yep. th- they just become part of the movie. Yeah. No, or, there was yep. there was that. Um, I used to, <laughs> I used to actually record with my cassette recorder episodes of Transformers so I could listen to them in the car when I was driving or when I was riding in the back of the car. That's pretty adorable. <laughs> that is... <laughs> I had the ones about the Insecticons and then, yeah, so I'd go there and I would sit next to the television with my cassette recorder and I'd press record as soon as it started. You know, I had the commercials and everything in it too because I couldn't really So you would sit in the back of the car and listen with to my, old Transformers with my Walkman. episodes. Yeah, and I'd listen to Transformers episodes. Mm-hmm. I probably had some G.I. Joe ones in there too, but I definitely remember the Transformers ones. Yeah. <laughs> I had a memorized word for word. I could tell you when Starscream would show up. I could tell you when the Insecticons would show up. I could. Tell, That's yeah. interesting. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody doing that. I was a weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think um, that would be a thing. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I I did that for a long time. Then I'd end up recording the radio too. Well, I mean, everyone did the radio, but you recorded. You would sit there in the living room, recording right next to the, the television, so I could be right next to the speaker. And then I get mad if anybody talks during it because oh I get so mad. My brother. Everything about you makes more and more sense the more you talk. My brother, I remember ruined one once, and I was so pissed off because he talked over my recording. I'm like yeah, try to record the Transformers. I do remember getting mad about that. I have no words. I loved Transformers and GI Joe so much as a child. Like those were my favorite things in the world. Transformers and G.I. Joe. That, that's it. That's all that mattered to me for a long time. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's just, that's that's very peculiar. I'm, I'm glad to know this about you. Nobody else did anything like that, huh? Nobody that I'm aware of. Uh, does, if anyone would like to write in and let us know if you did that. Did anyone else do that? Because That's weird. I, think... I never even thought it was weird. I was just like, no, that's what you do. You record them. So I'm, I'm just grasping at this. So like you mm-hmm. just would sit... And like I, I'm doing it like in a context for me, like a gem episode. Like I would just uh-huh. sit there and record gem. Yes. Without the visuals, and then just no visuals, to the just audio. the audio, and then listen to the audio of the episode. Huh. And that's what I would listen to, like when we were driving to my grandparents' house, and just like I'd sit in the back of the car and listen to my Transformers episode <laughs> that I'd seen a million times and heard a million times, but every time I'd listen to it anyway because I, I had like a handful of them. I didn't have like every episode. Yeah. So I listened to the same ones over and over because that's what you had to listen to. We had, um, when we lived in Spain, uh, my my mom's friend would mail us. Was your mom's friend, you mean your, your maid? <laughs> we didn't. Or was that the house cleaner or the cook? Which one was Manuja. that? <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom's friend in the United States of America would mail us tapes that she would record of the Smurfs. And so my sister and I, you know, because there, we didn't have cable or anything there, so we would just sit and watch the same Smurfs episodes over mm. and over and over again with all the commercials and everything. Just Smurf tapes galore. Uh, Keelan calls that country podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I guess I was into podcasting way before I knew it. Um, yeah, yeah, Smurf episodes. That's that's interesting. So one. many Smurf episodes. Um, uh, a lot of the... It's um, weird because the Smurfs are European. Hmm, I don't you would know. think they're Belgian. 
Did you well, know that? Yes, I, I learned that recently. Smurfs actually. are Belgian. <laughs> Smurfs are Belgian. That and uh, David the Gnome. What David the Gnome? I don't know what that one is. Yeah. No, that was no that might have been later. Yeah. Okay. Different ones, and then there was the Wuzzles. Oh, the Wuzzles are right. Oh, that's Rich Kid TV, isn't it? It's not Rich Kid TV. Yeah, it means you had you have more than four channels, so that's Rich Kid TV. Oh my gosh, yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, um, yeah, so I I would record a lot of stuff, but this movie, this Dudley Moore one, was one of those where it's just like, for some reason, we had it. I don't know where we recorded it from, but uh, that was one of our movies. So we would watch it. Hold, please. All right. right. Let me see. So you do have an ally in the chat. Our okay. friend Mike says, I remember grade school uh, tape recording Jaws when it was on TV and listening to it at school with my friends. There we go. All right. So I'm not the only Interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah. Because if you really, I mean, if you really like something. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to make this a weird thing, but I've mm-hmm. just never heard of it. I, I just didn't think that. I, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense with limited technology and you want to be inundated yeah. with something. I was probably influenced by the fact that I had a bunch of, I had maybe not a bunch, but a couple of Star Wars, like, books on tape before there were books on tape. Like, they're children's books, and they go along with, like, a Mm -hmm. picture book. Yeah. So I had a few Star Wars ones, or or at least a couple Star Wars ones like that. So that's probably where I got the idea. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a Transformers one. Then I I would also... very creative. I would also make my own comics based on my favorite shows. So, like, the A-Team, I had a whole comic book series for that, where... Because I had stamps. I had A-Team stamps where I had each one of their heads was a was a stamp, Hannibal and B.A. and Face and uh, Murdoch. And so I would make them their own adventures. So I'd stamp their heads and then draw their bodies on and be like, A-Team, going on an adventure. And okay, it was a comic that's, book. That's very creative. I no lived in the country. Up, I know. No wonder <laughs> you didn't get television. doing what you're doing. <laughs> there wasn't any television, so I had to, like, <laughs> you know, not much. So we had to be, be creative. I mean, be outdoors when it was nice, but when it's pouring down rain, you know, or really nasty outside. That's the stuff I would do. Let me ask you this. Did you have a dress-up trunk? Did you guys ever dress up? Do We didn't dress up, but we, I mean, we had our stuff to go play, you know, army guys or whatever. We, we had, had our guns and our swords and stuff like that. We had one, like, trunk. It was like a wooden trunk that uh, was always, like, in, in one room in, like, the playroom. Either, uh, I think it's been, it was in, like, the basement. Mm-hmm. And... And we would have all of these like weird old dresses and hats and um, shoes and all and gloves and all different kinds of things. And my sister and I would just play dress up all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think for as little boys, we didn't we didn't do it in that way. We certainly we had we had bandanas and scarves and we play you know cowboys or whatever and all that stuff. Yeah, but it was a little. Yeah, I, I mean, we dress- just did it in a different way. We had all these like old people clothes. I remember like weird flowy dresses and like old shoes when you could still find like shoes with like buttons on them from you know like the forties and fifties. Huh? Yeah, my mom just bought a bunch of thrift store clothes and then put them in a trunk and then that was our like dress up clothes. Hmm. And so my sister and I would just make up worlds with that. So we didn't really draw necessarily, but we would like create our own. You know, like, yeah, I'm the queen and you're my servant. Or oh yeah, we did that. Well, we'd play spaceship. Remember that spaceship was our bikes because we'd ride around. We had the two. There was me and my brother, you know, out in the country, and then there were the the neighbors. Um, they were older than my parents, but they had two grandkids who were girls who happened to be our age. Oh, so everybody had crushes on each other. Uh, so they would show up during the summer. They'd they'd stay there during the summers. So we'd all play like all summer long, and then uh, we played a spaceship a lot where you'd have to ride around, but you could only be safe at a tree. So you could ride your bike, but you can't put your feet on the ground because you're in space. 
So you'd have to ride to get to the That's tree to, great. to jump up into the tree. Let's into just tree tell forts. I like this. We're just doing. That's what we did. A lot of tree climbing. Storytelling today. A lot of tree climbing. When I lived in uh, on Woodby Island, uh, we had a green belt behind our house. So green belt is like basically a big untouched, you know, area where trees, where, where there are trees, and it's like kind of like a, pu- a community area, like a public mm-hmm. area. And we had all different kinds of forts. I think at one point we had like twelve forts. And we'd be like, "All right, go to Fort Seven, and it would just be like underneath a bush. Or next to a tree. Like, we had just secret places uh-huh. that we just... It just seemed so magical at the time. Well, those were, yeah, those are your forts. Yeah, because they were our forts. And we'd be and memorized where every fort is. And we're like, mm-hmm. go to Fort 11. And then it would be, like, you know, way on the other side of the green belt. Like, behind a bush. Like, a, yeah, up, up in a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty fun. We had a few trees we could climb. And then we did have, we did have an actual tree fort that uh, my dad built. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't like an immaculate one you see on the... On the shows, but it was a piece of plywood up in the oh, tree, cool. with like a little railing around it. And then, yeah, we'd hang out on that. That was a lot of fun. Man, that was awesome. All right. So um, tell me about your story with uh, Dudley okay, Moore. Okay, Dudley Moore. <laughs> Getting back to that, there's a long way to get to a Dudley Moore topic. Uh, so there was this movie, you know, again, this is this is one of the ones we had on tapes. So this is what we watched. This is actual videotape, not an audio tape. Um, and what it is, we just looked it up. Was Santa Claus the movie? Uh, Santa Claus the movie. Yeah, Santa Claus the movie. So, and we would watch this year round. And this is really all I ever knew of Dudley Moore. I mean, certainly I knew who Dudley Moore was, but this was a big deal for me because this movie, he plays an elf who steals the secret ingredient that makes the reindeer fly. And then he goes to New York and he puts, starts putting it into candy and then kids eat the candy and then they can kind of fly and float around the room. How many pieces of candy did you eat hoping that you were going to get a flying piece? Oh, I didn't eat any hoping it would happen, but I definitely daydreamed about it. I definitely wished that would happen. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, that'd be so amazing if I could float right now, if I could fly. But then, you know, he was kind of a bad elf because he cared more about making money and being himself and he didn't want to be under Santa Claus's rule. Yeah. And he gets rich and famous. But then at the same time, there's also... If I remember right, if, unless I'm confusing two movies, I believe this is this one too. There's uh, there was this whole side story of a rich girl who um, there was like a poor kid, and like I'm talking like 80s movie poor kid. So oh, like in tatters and yeah, tatters, yeah. and he has the fingerless, fingerless gloves, gloves and a weird hat and a ripped up scarf, you know. And he would hang out outside in the snow watching the rich people eat, and then he'd sit there and he'd like lick his mouth and like Ooh, it was kind of creepy. He lick his mouth. It's, well, that's what he would do. It was kind of weird. It's like yum yum yum. I did not need to see that. <laughs> and he would hang out outside, and then there's another little rich girl who, like, would uh, steal plates of food and, like, leave it on the back porch. But then, Wait, again, so like... So she was nice? She was leaving him scraps? She was leaving him scraps, like, scraps they weren't eating. So in so a way... So she's trying to be nice? She was kind of being nice, I guess. Yeah. I suppose. But then, you know, they'd have him come over and be like... Wah! Are you sure that's the same movie? I don't know if it's the same movie or not. <laughs> I know that's another Christmas movie, but I believe that's it. I believe that's in the same movie. All right, let me ask you this. Because <laughs> you were talking about the magical candy with the flying and everything. This is what quarantine does. Exactly. That's fine. Was there something as a kid that you believed, like, that's totally untrue, but that, you know, like, for example, like, you know, magic flying dust on candy, that you believed that if you tried hard hard enough, you could make happen? Because I had a specific one. Uh, I don't know. I no. used to... Okay, really quick. Oh, my God. Just to verify, the kid's name was Joe. He was a 10-year-old orphan boy living on the streets of New York who befriends Santa and because Cornelia becomes Cornelia's best friend. And Cornelia... Is the rich girl. 
is the rich girl. Because her name is Cornelia. Yes. You cannot have a Cornelia. Cornelia and one. Homeless Joe. That's how you can, <laughs> you can assure yourself that your child will be well off, is if you name it Cornelia. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> going back to what you were talking about. No, like something that you believed as a kid, like, you know, that you said daydreaming about flying candy. I used to, and I think it was from a movie I saw at one point, where there was a whole secret world on the other side of a walk like a mirror like the oh a, yeah like the full body mirrors mm-hmm. and i remember watching something and it was like you have to like believe in it hard enough and then you could walk through the mirrors i cannot even tell you how many hours i spent trying to walk through mirrors. did you walk into a mirror <laughs> several times <laughs> i spent a lot of time because i just wanted to go to the magical mirror world and it just looked so like you know you touch it and like your hand goes through <sighs> yeah so I will say, as a young child, that was something that I totally thought that if I tried hard enough, I might that be able to be walk able to through do a mirror. That yeah. would be pretty cool. I'm sure I would have wanted that. But no, no, there was one. Um, okay, I take that back. The, the, what I probably definitely thought that maybe I could do. There was a show, and I don't remember the name of it, but it was a sh- another show on in the 80s where you could... It was this time stop show. So this this guy would be able to t- take his two pointer fingers and touch them together and stop time, <laughs> except for himself. So everybody would freeze, you know, and, and then he could go do things. And I don't remember what the name of the show was, but I just remember being fascinated by that. I'm like, oh, my God, that'd be so awesome if I could do that at school. If I could just stop time for a minute and then go, I don't know what I would want, want to do, but stop time. I remember con- trying very but hard. But you didn't to believe happen. in anything. <laughs> I believe in nothing, Sarah. I guess not. I'm a nihilist. Well, I feel like I really no. exposed myself there saying that I was walking, bonking into mirrors trying to get into a mirror world. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't recall actually thinking I could bonk, bonk into a... Your, your thing doesn't have to be my thing. I just wanted to see if you had a thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was a weird enough kid. What, what else do you want from me? Like, That's true. How much weirder do you want me to get? Very odd child. Very odd child. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. But well, maybe you can start revisiting some of the old Transformers episodes now in our isolation. I think they're on, they might be on Netflix, but there's been like multiple versions since then. I only want, I only like the version I like, the classics. Okay. I want the classics. Yeah. Those and G.I. Joe, man, G.I. Joe. I'm really. So much fun. I'm really loving my Lifetime movies. I'm going to have to take a break because I'm starting to, like, they're starting to like inundate my dreams. I'm starting to have like mm-hmm. Lifetime movie dreams. I watched an amazing one last night called, um. I don't. Did I watch it before? No, I finished it last night. So after the show, um, uh, the party never stops. The party never stops. This is the one that you were talking about yesterday. I was talking about the wrong car yesterday. The wrong car. Excuse me. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. The wrong car. That's, that's the one you were talking mm-hmm. about yesterday. Okay, you did say you're going to talk about one each day. Yes. So this is part of your job is you have to watch. And a I can't remember movie a day. if we talked about it yesterday or not because we just did a show last night. So I don't. Everything's blurring together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that wouldn't at all have anything to do with the malt liquor. No, not at all, or the gin and tonics. No. Um, don't s- pretend like that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't drink the malt liquor though. Uh, Stop but- saying that as if it's a bragging point. Nobody cares that you didn't drink it. That's just mean. You know that I got you a present, and you disrespected me. I disrespected you. Yes. It's about respect. Yes, it is about oh, respect. Boy. Um. Okay, I don't think that you did talk about this movie. So tell me, what is it again? Don't Stop the Party? I think it's The Party Never Stops. The Party Never Stops. All right, hang on. Life, I want to make sure that I am doing this right. I think it's The Party Never Stops. I'm doing this. I'm going to do this in real time. What, what do we have but time? <laughs> the Party Never... The Party Never oh, Stops. Is it? Did it go away? 
Oh, I think that, you know what? I think I was watching it because it was the last day that you could watch it because they swap in and out new movies. Okay. Yeah, but this one was based in, it was in 2007. Uh, it was called the, um, the Party Never Stops, something along those lines. Oh, I see it right now. You do? Is that what yes. it's called? Diary of a Binge Drinker? Yeah. Uh, no. Let me tell you. No. It's, so it, it ticks all my boxes because it's just like. Teen. Yeah, that's kind of. I don't really like the way they said that. Okay. What ticks all my boxes? Yeah, there's something uncomfortable about that. What? Unlike you, like slurping around making mouth noises? Like the kid outside of the window licking his mouth? Okay. All right. Anyway, so it has teen drama. It has college. It has Nancy Travis as the concerned mother. So, I mean, that's the trifecta right there. So, it's about this young girl who's an athlete. Okay. And uh, she wants to be a runner. I mean, it's so heavy-handed. It's It was pretty amazing. So, um, set in 2007, she goes to college. Her roommate, uh, Shanna, is kind of a troublemaker. So, the girl's name's Jamie. Or okay. Jessie. Jessie. Jessie's the main blonde girl. She looks exactly like uh, Rory Gilmore, but with blonde hair. From Gilmore Girls. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, really pretty. Really tiny. So she's a runner, and she goes there because she wants to be an athlete. And then her friend Shanna introduces her to the wild world of fraternity parties. Uh-oh. Where she starts, well, first of all, the first night, they all share some champagne. And she starts writing in her diary every night. She's like, it was just so fun. And so then she goes to, like, another party and starts taking shots. And then she starts, like, having sex with boys. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. And her her grades are starting. Was she to drinking malt liquor. She's, she's sleeping all hours of the day. No, and the the best worst thing about Lifetime is all like the made up drinks. They're like, uh, I'll have two uh, uh, Spanish body slammers. <laughs> what? Wait, Spanish body slammers? Yeah, they'll just make up weird shit and say like, Oh, do you know how to make a, a I don't know a, a purple tequila moonbeam? And they'll just make <laughs> give me it. a Calcutta rainbow, please. That's what I'd like right now. In every Lifetime movie, I found this. They just make up drink names, and then the bartender's always like, Oh yeah, right away. Like, Nobody knows what that is because it isn't a thing. <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of want to make up some names for that. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so thanks By the way, to... Calcutta Rainbow, that's going to be something that everybody's going to want. Uh, but then she starts going, I think like, it shows her drinking maybe like four times in the show. Uh-huh. But uh, but Shan, But then she realizes that, you know, uh, she's like, it, there are all these really heavy-handed montages of her like trying to get on the track team. And she's slower than everybody else because it flashes back to like her at the party the night before. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that stilted like, uh-huh. like grainy. You yeah. Know, like, look what you did. And how it's ruined her life. So then she gets on the straight and narrow. Okay. And uh, she After falls drinking in... her Alabama apple bottoms. And... Yes, after all of those. And after um, that sleeping with the jock boy who didn't really like her back. And then she, she finally finds that the um, the busker, um, like weird, like music guy from uh-huh. her, from one of her econ classes or something that she saw on the street playing on his guitar for drinking money. Mississippi mud bourbons. And... <laughs> no. She realizes that she finds love in him because he likes her for who she is and she doesn't Uh need the demon liquor. Okay. However, so when she decides to chill out, Shanna just gets more and more out of control. Okay. The, the roommate. So, I mean, she's just partying up a storm, partying it up, partying it up, just going to town. And then she goes to the big, uh, so like now, you know, our, our main girl, Jesse, the hero, she's cherry pucker, woodhounds and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Drinking them all. She's with her um, her dumpy boyfriend and Uh now they're just sitting and watching movies and being in loving. Or boyfriend's dumpy. He's a little dumpy. Okay. Yeah. And. God, I never want to be described as a dumpy. 
You know, I don't want to be described as a dud. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be the worst. Real dud. Like, oh, that's Sarah. She's a real dud. <laughs> or dumpy. I don't think I want to be dumpy either. Um, yeah, and so Shanna's uh, partying is quickly spiraling out of control. So, you know, Jesse gets her life back. And then so Shanna goes to the big frat party of the year. And this is the point in the Lifetime movie where you're assessing how far they're going to go. Because older Lifetime movies are more brutal. Yeah. Um, and the older it is, like, the more likely something terrible is going to happen. Because yeah. sometimes, like, it's like, and everybody gets along the end. And, you know. Really? Sometimes. But as I was watching this movie, and I could see the spiral happening, because sometimes it would be like, you know, because something happens to Shanna. This Uh-oh. is a spoiler. Uh-oh. <sighs> yes. So something happens to Shanna. Oh, so boy. she's there. And as I'm watching them trying to revive her on the couch after a bender, you know, because she's, uh, like, they find her at, at this frat house that she stayed at. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to assess. You're like, is this the kind of movie that is going to kill her? Or is she going to go into rehab and get better and be grateful for her life? And I could immediately tell this was a kill her movie. Mm, really? So, of course, yeah, she the dies. Then it goes to, like, a candlelight what? vigil. Yeah, they just, like, straight up murder the roommate. Wow. She murdered herself. Wait, I'm... She murdered herself how? With, with the alcohol. With the alcohol, okay. Yes. All right. Yes. So, sorry, I got um, a little lost. There. I know. I'm sorry. It's very confusing. This is really, yeah. And then it ended, and that's it. <laughs> Wait, that's it? She just died, and then it's over. Yeah, like the end. Yeah, and then it was like, no, they held like a candlelight vigil, and then like you know, showed the main girl weeping, and then that was it. It's like if only she wouldn't have binge drank or something. Wow, that is really heavy handed. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Lifetime. I mean, that's a lot. It gives no fucks. It gives absolutely no fucks. There's just no other solution other than death. Oh my God. I'm sorry. We're in quarantine. If if this is boring you, I'm I'm really sorry, but I find this fascinating. So then the wrong car, I had only watched half of it last time. So the second half of it was this girl was roofied and then brought to a motel and they were trying to find this whole undercover like sting where this guy was doing it. And she keeps having flashbacks to the guy who um, had assaulted her. And he's wearing a giant rubber crying baby mask. What? A giant what rubber are you crying baby about? mask. What you think it is. Are you hallucinating? No. And I wrote to my sister because she read it, she watched it too. I'm like, what the fuck is with the giant rubber crying baby mask? And she's like, I don't know. So it turns out, yeah, that one of them, like, so then she was assaulted and they keep doing this through their next car, which is, you know, supposed to be like Uber. It was just the weirdest, weirdest movie. Huh. Yeah. And you've got how many more of these to go through? Oh, like 800. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be one a day. I mean, I want to, <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> oh, you yeah, give one one review a day? Yeah. I'm going to have to start guessing though what these things are. And okay. And then you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. I think we're going to have to do that. I think we probably should. Or you should just watch one with me. No. That's a, that would no. be super fun. No. No. I mean, for quarantine time... I mean, it's been very busy work-wise for me, which, again, grateful for that. Uh, that's good, but real busy. However, when I do get some free time... What are you playing? Uh, I'm going to be playing my video game. What video game? I got a new video game. Oh, no. I got a quarantine game. Is that how you justified it? <laughs> that's how I'm justifying everything. <laughs> because I've tried out a couple of games recently, and then I'm just like, eh, I didn't like them. And I don't really like playing online with other people. I've just realized this. I mean, unless maybe with friends. Now, it might be time for me to try it, finally try that out. Uh, with like Keelan and Ryan. Do you want to be friends after the quarantine? Well, see, that's the problem. You I'm, take I really suck. Seriously. I suck, <laughs> and I know I'm terrible. 
And so I know that what's going to happen is I'm going to get on there and then people are just going to kill me and then I'm going to get mad about it. No, and Keelan and, and Ryan are perfectly wonderful and great at pushing your buttons. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. and they would torment you and then you'd get all mad. But if I play with them, then it would be fine. But yeah, if I had to play against them, I would get, I know I'd get pissed. I know no, I'll get I know, mad. like, and I want your friendship to survive this. I don't think that you'd be <laughs> I know able to I'll get mad. Them. <laughs> um, but uh, I got a Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ooh. I think this is one like where you're in is Greece. That the, is that like the Mila Jovovich movies? That one? No, you're thinking Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not those ones. Um, they did try to make a movie of it, but I heard it was terrible. I never actually watched it. This is... Uh, how old is this game? This might be... Uh, it's a couple years old. Everything I play is pretty old. So this one takes place, Sarah, in... Uh, oh, Mr. Jenky says he's been playing it Greece. for months. Really? Okay, good. It takes place in ancient Greece. That sounds exactly yeah. up your alley. Yeah, I like I like these things. Uh, okay, Keelan says the game is co-op so that we're all on the same team. I don't know. Should I try it? On, I talk about it a lot on, on my other shows. Maybe I should finally do it. Might as well. Uh, but I'm going to get so mad. I played online for a while by myself. I played Counter-Strike for maybe a year. And How'd that go? But well, I had to turn off the audio because I got tired of twelve-year-olds talking shit and using terrible language. You're at getting me. mad just talking about this. You oh, know they that, made right? me so mad. They made me so mad. Like I don't. Well, know. part of you it is what they to... said. Dude, just the way they talk online. I'm like, I don't want to hear. Like it's bad, and yeah. so I didn't want to hear that. But then also, they're so much better than me. Like I just, oh, they would just kill me constantly. But maybe I'll we'll try it. Okay, let's see. Uh, Keelan says, Division 2, Warlords of New York. That sounds kind of fun. I do kind of... That, Warlords of New Warlords York. Warlords of New like York. That like sounds interesting. I warlord in it. That's yeah. a hard word to say. Warlord? Warlord. 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 It's not that hard. Warlord. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll... Division 2. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll give that a shot. Maybe I'll try that one out. I wish I liked playing video games. Yeah, I don't know if you. I don't would. think. I mean, I. I don't did, think you have the patience for it. I did once uh, with Legend of Zelda. I know. I know we talked about this. <laughs> I lost a summer of my life to it. Yes. And then it deleted all of my hearts when I was almost at the end. I almost fucking finished it, and then that broke my heart, and I never played video games again. Wow, this really stuck with you after all that it time. Did. This was when I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sixth grade, I think. Okay. Um, oh, Tristan's been playing God of War. Didn't you play that one? Yeah, I already finished that. There's some extra side stuff I could do on it, but then I'm like, eh, I don't need to do the side stuff. I did a lot of the side stuff. And then I move on with it. Okay. I move on. Just move on. I set it down and I move on. And that's what I did. Um, <laughs> you scratched it. You picked it up and you, you scratched, scratched it. it. Uh, all right. These are going to be weird shows. They're going to be weird. We're shows. in weird times, hence the weird shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks to everybody who hung out with me for my uh, lunch date with Sarah today. Though. Yeah, I do want to emphasize that again. Follow us on Instagram. Sarah's going to be doing some lunch times. Uh, I'm going to be doing a behind the scenes tour at some point. Um, <laughs> behind the scenes, my house. Uh, <laughs> once we get the studio all up, I'll do a tour of that and I'll do a tour of the Digital Trends studio that's here too. I might be doing that on Digital Trends actual Instagram too at oh, some cool. point. But. Yeah, also this morning on our Instagram, um, I went to Mount Tabor so I did like some filming around um, the mm-hmm. park and around the reservoirs and stuff which is really pretty. Yeah. And we've got some uh, great guests that are going to be joining us here in the next while too. Awesome. I've told you about it. Oh, I don't remember. It was after you drank more liquor. 
Stop blaming them on liquor. Uh, yeah, Fun Employment Radio like on Instagram. Never stops. Um, I do want to give a shout out, though. Well, first of all, much love to all of you who are having birthdays during this time. Oh, that man. sucks. Yeah. But uh, that being said, happy birthday, Kelly. Happy <laughs> Kelly, birthday, Kelly. Kelly, we will buy you um, a beverage as soon as we can see you in human form again. And thank you yes. for being you. And happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about birthday rules during a pandemic. My gosh, I've got to work that out. You really do because I gotta they crunch get the numbers. The most leeway. I got to work the math on it, but I mean, look, there's gonna be a relief package for um for birthday rules that's gonna be put out because of the pandemic. So oh there will God. be a a birthday relief package is on its way. Uh, we're working out the details now, and we'll let you know how it all works out and when you can celebrate your birthday and how far off you can put it. Um, you know what kind of options you'll have based upon the fact that a pandemic is happening. There's it's unprecedented times. We never thought that we'd have to do this, so we didn't have it all lined up, but yep, we're prepared. So, oh, on Instagram, by the way, it's just Fun Employment Radio all together, all one word. Yes. So follow us on there. Mm-hmm. And plus, if you don't have an Instagram account, you're probably going to want one at some point anyway, because it's the There's future. a lot happening on there. It's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And that way we can hang out with you. Yep. Sarah's having her lunch dates every day. Today I went to, um, got some delicious food from Midpoint, uh, Midpoint Food and Drink mm-hmm. here in Southeast Portland. It's yes. very delicious. Okay. And that is my story. And, uh, and yeah, so we'll have some different stuff on there each day. Also, we're going to be having a hangout, maybe a happy hour. Today? At some point. Uh, not, t- well, maybe we could today. Let me see. It depends on... Uh, I've got some more stuff. No. I know. Shocker. Uh, so maybe... We'll figure it out. Okay, whatever. But yeah, we'll plan it out. Yeah. I mean, you're all you're all going to be home, right? Me. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll uh, we'll figure it out and we'll have a we'll have a group happy hour for Fun Employment Radio. Uh, Vicky's asking, what time will you be going? I guess... What time will we be going? Because you're going to be doing... 12.30. We'll be going live at 12.30. Let's do live at 12.30. Quarantine will be live at 12.30. Sarah will be live at noon with Lunch Date with Sarah. Yes. So, Let's just stick with that for now. So noon on Instagram, 12.30 live show uh, for Supporters Club members. And I know, and then we'll be doing some other special things too. We're, we're planning it out as we go, obviously, because just like all of us are. But we'll do some things that are public so that everybody can join uh, as well. So we'll have, maybe we'll have an event Sure. Where we, it's, you know, just a happy hour. Just, like, join us and everybody chats. I like the sound of that. Okay. We'll figure that out. I miss human Maybe we can even do it this weekend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You are all awesome. And be safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.